Hey, Subtextual listeners, you're about to listen to our very first episode of Fanservice. Fanservice is a series we created as bonus material for our Patreon because we have just launched a Patreon page. Yeah. Uh, Fanservice is known as like material that's created in a work of fiction solely to please the audience. And that's exactly what we want to do for you guys. We'll just do whatever you ask us to, really. Yeah. If you are a Patreon supporter, you'll be able to vote on what these episodes will be. And the episodes after this one, this one's on the house, (laughs) will be available only through our Patreon page. Um, So if that is something that at all interests you, head over to patreon.com slash subtextual pod, and you'll be supporting us, getting some cool shit for yourself. And you know what? But no worries if that's not your thing. Totally no worries. If not, we're just glad you're here. But if you want some more weird shit, (laughs) we have plenty of it. We have so much and we will have more. (laughs) So, yeah, enjoy this episode of Fan Service. So this is our first ever, 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 yeah. Fan service. Yeah, it won't be the last. Okay, unless this goes really poorly, it will not be the last. <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> so menacing. Because you meant it. Yeah, so I meant it. what are we talking about today on today's fan service? Today, we will be talking about fandoms. Our fandoms, fandoms that we've participated in, um, and all of the weirdness that comes with them. Every different fandom I was in, Looking back, I'm like, why were they obsessed with that, like, one ship Mm -hmm. or did that really weird thing? (laughs) I have some examples to show you because I don't think we were all right. We were not all right. And I don't always agree, but sometimes I totally agree with, like, that one intense ship. I'm like, (laughs) this combo is really doing it for me for some reason. Exactly. I think think people's ships that they choose from fandoms— it's kind of like porn, mm-hmm. you know, like there's something <laughs> you, you have a taste. I said mm-hmm, without actually hearing you. And then I heard you and I was like, still, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's see where it goes with it. But like, you know, like you have certain keywords yeah. mm-hmm. and, you know, it's got to be just so. And, you know, there's certain ships that really float your boat. Yeah, absolutely. There are some ships I've been sailing for, God, over a decade now. Yeah, well, we can get into it. Um, okay. You think any of our fandoms overlap? I kind of feel no for some reason. I have a suspicion. Excuse me. I have a suspicion that they don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll be joining new clubs today. Yeah, we could combine our powers of absolute virginity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolute, one hundred percent virginity. <laughs> I don't know what it is about. Well, I know what it is about fandoms. You have, you know, virginity and fandoms go hand in hand. Hand in hand. You have all the time in the world because you're not having sex. <laughs> Have you ever, like, written for or contributed to a fandom? No, I'm a really poor writer. But if I was even okay at it, I would have tried, like, for sure. Yeah. I've written some fanfic, but I've never published. I've I've never been published. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine at your doctor's office there was just, like, you know, Golf Weekly, Home and Garden. Fanfic Weekly? I would—that has to exist. I would subscribe to it. There's no way it exists. 
There's no, there's <laughs> no way it exists. Okay, so tell me some of your, um, some of your favorite. Oh, she's bringing out the journal. I have a journal. Uh, this right. is just my work notebook. Um, it's actually new. So, oh gosh. Okay, so I wrote down several here. Um, Lizzie is blushing. <laughs> I am blushing. This is so embarrassing. So one that haunted me for a long time um, and was one of the first fandoms I think that I officially joined was the Pirates of the Caribbean fandom because, I mean, the whole series is just rife with sexual tension, just rife. <laughs> Everyone is it's humid. It's a very humid franchise. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like spending many weeks on ships going to various destinations mm. there's lots of androgyny wait can i can i please say something because i'm not <laughs> no, done please. commenting yeah. Yeah, i'll close my notebook yes would you like to contribute okay i know they're not the same thing but i love uh-huh. survivor <laughs> they're very very similar but some seasons of survivor some of the cast like start a romantic relationship and they like kiss and they like have sex and i'm like you haven't brushed your teeth you haven't taken a shower, taken a shower. So, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, they don't even, like, that doesn't even exist, right? Like, they can get scurvy. Like, how are they having sex? It just seems gross to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different time, Sam. This is like a swashbuckling adventure. And they still took showers. They were just, like, bucket showers. Okay, so, like, who did you ship? Was it, like, the normals or... It was pretty normal. It was a, it was a threesome for me, actually. The, and it, this was, like, the most common, like, semi-obscure relationship of that. And it, it's, <laughs> it's the obvious one. It's Captain Jack Sparrow, Elizabeth Swan, and Orlando Bloom, whatever the fuck his name is. That was a very common triage. Was it, like, a Twilight-style love triangle where everyone has a relationship with the girl and the boys don't or did the boys that was where i ended up (laughs) usually (laughs) but that brings me that's a perfect segue because i'm only going to mention this once because i think we're going to do a whole series on this but i was also a very devout follower of the twilight fandom and to this day it's so i love how it has not faded from the cultural lexicon, like a single luminescent bulb has not shattered on this. If anything, fandom. it's getting stronger. Somehow, like it's it's infused as a classic. But that triple fandom thing mm-hmm. involved Edward, who's a vampire, of course, mm-hmm. Jacob, who's a werewolf, and Bella, the normal human. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I would seek out, and these are kind of rare, would be <laughs> Bella observing. Jacob and Edward. Oh, she situation. It was a triangle where she was the outsider. Ah, she. Mm. Oh, so it was like a friends to enemies love triangle. Huh. It was. It's rife also with <laughs> with much. Were you in the Twilight fandom? I was in that I like read all the books mm-hmm. and I went to all the premieres and I like <laughs> knew everything about everything. Um, and I dabbled in that area of fanfic.net, but it's. I don't claim it as, like, a mm. fandom that I was, like, just because there were so many other fandoms that, like, exceeded it yeah, for me. Yeah, your time, yeah. Yeah, but it was nice. It was, like, cute. Like, when people liked Twilight, I was like, that's cute. I used to, like, be ashamed of my love for Twilight, but now I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to die one day. My body's going to deteriorate, <laughs> and I want to enjoy Twilight how I enjoy it when I enjoy it. Do you mind if I tell that story? <laughs> sure, I guess. 
<laughs> Do you know what you're not <laughs> No, that's why I'm like, go ahead. Um, Lizzie and I were discussing, we were on vacation and we were having this conversation, but we were discussing whether we'd be like a vampire or a werewolf in it's the twilight. Hard, hard question. You know, whatever. I maintain that I'd like to be a werewolf. Lizzie maintains that she would like to be a vampire. We'll get into those reasons in another <laughs> episode because we fought like the whole vacation. We did. Um, but Lizzie said, <laughs> as we were watching Twilight, Lizzie said, if I was a vampire, I would only watch the best movies. I would watch, I would spend all eternity only watching the best movies. I would never watch a bad movie. <laughs> and I said, Lizzie, you're a mortal being right now and we're watching Twilight <laughs> for like the seventh time. <laughs> well, you would have time to watch fucking Rosebud, what's it called? Citizen, Citizen Kane and Rosebud. The Godfather <laughs> and all those fucking boring ass pieces of shit movies. Lizzie, you would just watch more Twilight. <laughs> I would live long enough that it would like reboot multiple oh, yeah. times and I could be like the the franchise owner at some point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Like some people want to own basketball teams. I want to own the franchise of Twilight. Stephanie who? Honestly, Stephanie Meyer, I don't know why the like writers of these books are so weak sauce. None of them are like cool people. Like Stephanie Meyer sucks. J.K. Rowling sucks. Yeah. Um Hunger Games lady. Probably sucks. I don't know. Never heard anything Never good heard about her. Never heard anything bad about her. I don't know. She seems weird. She thought a lot about kids killing each other, so that does something. Yeah. I don't know. We can get into that later. Okay. Me- enough about me and my morally questionable fandoms. <laughs> what you got for me? Oh, my God. The notes. The notes. Um, so I, I shipped a lot of ships. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like... I had my fingers in a lot of pies. She's the captain now, babies. Yes. I was on fanfic.net like it was my job. <laughs> I should have been moderating that shit. Oh, my God. Um, You'd be a great editor-in-chief of archiveofourown.net. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would have run a really tight ship. Get it? I, <laughs> but um, I think the fandom that I held dearest to my heart is like... I won't let it embarrass me because it's who I am. It's where I came from. I can see the hesitation in your eyes. <laughs> I was a gleek. I'm laughing at you. You know what? But like in what? Oh, God, because the glee universe was too much for me. There was too many combinations. I feel like as a gleek, you were probably disappointed a lot because there's so many combinations a story could go the one you probably wanted was probably really rare or you know what I mean there's too many options well the reason I love talking the reason that I'm like excited to talk about Glee on the first episode of fan service is because like the whole show is fan service true like they make everybody date it's like very much like the horny band geeks like everybody dates everyone at like any point in time so it's a great fandom to be shipping because, like, eventually whoever you ship will kind of work out. Yeah, even have if a romantic just, moment. Exactly. Like, even the gay boys date the straight girls for, like, a few episodes. Yeah. It, so it's a really satisfying uh, fandom to be a part of. I have some statistics here. Of course you do. <laughs> you just can't un-Virgo for, like, a moment. I, I Is it a chart or a list? It's a table. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, what you got? 
I didn't include the like ships that were canon because those aren't any fun, you yeah. know, like Finn and Rachel, nobody cares, so boring. you know, like Artie and Brittany, like whatever. We see enough of that. But my personal favorite was Quinn and Santana. Ooh, of course. I love that. We love yeah. a blonde and a brunette. Yeah, like a dumb and a mean. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> the overarching, like most shipped couple that wasn't canon that I found on Glee was Rachel and Quinn. Okay, like a enemies to lovers kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. But Rachel was like neutered to me almost. But I get why that would... It's why Malfoy and Harry, Malfoy and Harry are probably like the most fanfic fanfic of all time. Yes, exactly. People just wanted to see it. Yeah. So here are, I have the ships, and then I have you know the amount of submissions that they've maintained on fanfic.net, and then I have some statistics. So Rachel and Quinn, which is by far the like non-canon top, you know, pairing on fanfic.net, has a total of, like, over 11,000 submissions of, like, separate stories. Oh, my God. And of all of those stories, 4,100 are just smut. So almost half. Okay, I... I, She's like, I have the actual number. Don't be rounding. I have the smut ratio. (laughs) What's the smut ratio, please? I never thought I'd I'd be doing this. (laughs) Um, So they have a smut ratio of 2.7. 2.7? 2.7 Mm-hmm. 2.7 what? What do you mean 2.7? Gigawatts. <laughs> Gigawatts. The, what number is it in Back to the Future? It's like it's 21 points. Yeah, 21 point. Well, gigawatts. Like, it's got to be gigawatts. It's hard to explain like that ratio number, but like. It's not that your number doesn't make sense. It's that I don't understand ratios. <laughs> That's really what I'm asking. I just, I'm, I'm like, I'm Thinking about how to explain ratios. Um, so, Use you know, like, corona. so, you know, like, so if, if the number of submissions is like a full corona. Okay. 11. Okay. Whatever. Like, the amount that is the smut uh-huh. is like almost three parts oh. of the corona. Like, Out of 10. Yeah. So it's like, hold on. So something like this, this much smut. Yeah, yeah. Of the whole of the whole amount of submissions, like that much is just smut. I think that's fair. I think that's fair too. A lot of horny kids. Um, the next ship is Rachel and Puck. Unfortunately, I hated them. I liked Puck, like for a time. Maybe not as my number one, but I, he's a bad boy. What's wrong with a bad boy? He was like a bad boy in the most poser way. Like he had a mohawk. Okay, and he was mean to people. Like that's not punk. Kind of punk. I well, mean, he had a tough upbringing. Santana is more of a bad boy than yeah, Puck. Is. That's true. Santana is number one. Okay, yeah. what was the smut ratio of Rachel and Puck? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, they had a total of 4.9 thousand submissions, and okay. 1.3 thousand of those were smut. So they had the highest smut ratio of almost four. People did not want to hear them speak. They wanted to hear them <laughs> smog, snog. Slosh. <laughs> Smog the, yeah. the dragon. Yeah. Um, wow, that's surprising to me. I know. I didn't huh. like that very much. Yeah, well, people are basic, so. Yeah, well, enough about Gleeks. What other fandom do you have? Let me pull out my notes. Oh, wait. What? Okay, so something about this fandom. I can't believe I'm talking about this. 
I might cut this. No, you can't. <laughs> okay, something about the Glee fandom, uh-huh. the Gleeks, uh-huh. is have you er- have you ever heard of GP? Grand penetration? No. It's not like the furthest off thing I've ever heard. Really? What is it? It's short for like, they would spell it like G exclamation point P. Okay. And it's like girl penis. Girl penis. Girl penis. So that was already okay. a big a big reach. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. So any, any like same sex women in a ship with smut, mm-hmm. there was a lot of... G exclamation point P. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that floating around, but there was also a variation of that, like if that wasn't enough, called werewolf GP. <laughs> okay, I'm listening. I'm Googling on the side. So what would you think that meant if if I just told you that? Um, every 30 days, a woman grows a penis and has sex with another girl. I got it right. That's exactly right. <laughs> I am the master. I am tapped in. I know what the kids want. I know what the kids... <laughs> kids are freaky. Dude, yeah. Yeah, I've read my share of GP, and it's GP. not even bad. Honestly, okay, would you rather bleed once a month or have a penis once a month? Penis, like a thousand yeah. percent. Same. Like, I'd be like, oh, yes, now I can pee standing up. Yeah, and like... Some of the GP was, the werewolf GP was really aggressive, but some of it was just like, oh, there's my penis. Oh my God. There has to be a G exclamation, a werewolf G exclamation point P in the Twilight fandom. There may be. They might have made it. It was very popular in the Glee fandom. I'm sure there's some like Freudian Why? analysis. <laughs> Why? Was it because that um, other show was coming out at the same time uh, about the werewolf Boy on MTV. Teen Wolf was also very popular on fanfic.com. I feel like the Teen Wolf and Gleek fandom could, like, coalesce super easily. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Huh. Okay, I'll I'll move on because I I honestly just don't think I could bear to talk about it any longer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I I have one more for you. My number one fandom that I am still a very much a member of my membership is active my club card is fresh and new and in my wallet not like in my other wallet i keep at home <laughs> she's got um, it in her main wallet do you think you know it run to the fandom you think you know it no you don't know you it. give me a second okay so you already talked about pirates of the caribbean oh duh 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 the x-files yes god <laughs> i any way that I can enjoy the X-Files, I will enjoy it. I went, so to do research for this, I went back to my Tumblr, which I still have the login for. Absolutely. And I would have to say 65% of the content on my Tumblr is related to X-Files. I find it very inspiring and very horny. I think that's pretty admirable because, you know, when I was on Tumblr, oh. it was like, so much Doctor Who. So much fucking Supernatural. <laughs> I never did Doctor Who, yeah. You couldn't escape it. Like, yeah. even if you didn't follow, like, Supernatural blogs, like, it's everywhere to the point where, like, how do I know what's happening in this season? Like, I've never watched the show. You know, I don't know. I think X-Files is, like, very under-known and underappreciated. Like, I have very few people in my life. But when I run into those people that are X-Files people, we fucking go to town. We get pop a new top. We sit and we look each other in the <laughs> eyes and we're like, okay, what's up with season three? Yeah. Actually, Lee. 
Lee, you introduced me to X-Files. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like I've fallen off because actually someone recently texted me and was like, hey, you like X-Files, right? Like, have you watched it all? And when I was a kid, like we would watch it on TV, like my dad would put it on. So I saw a lot of late season stuff as a kid, but I've never gotten that far as an adult. So I've like probably made it to season five and six, but that was... Over five years ago, so yeah. I, I need to go back and revisit. The he needs to. First few seasons are so good too. Though. So good. He needs to renew his club membership card. Yes. <laughs> also, like back in the day, it would be like an hour once a week that you can ingest this. But mm-hmm. like, they're really intimidating shows to try to binge right now mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. like fifty hours a season. Like that's the same with Buffy. Like, yeah. if True. you're if you're starting a season, like. It's going to take you a long fucking time to get through that shit. But it's such a blessing because I think shows have shortened themselves so much. Like Mm -hmm. Euphoria is like, what, like six, one and a half hour episodes or something like that? Yeah. Like fucking uh, Twin Peaks and X-Files, it's 24 episodes and each are 48 minutes long. Like there's a lot. And for me, that's like by the time I get to the end of X-Files, I can just start it all over again (laughs) and I will have kind of gotten fuzzy details in the beginning, you know, and be like, oh yeah. I forgot about that one where, like, they danced to share in black and white. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, the number one ship you're going to see in this universe is MSR, Mulder Scully Romance. Sorry, I should have let you guess that. Would you have guessed that? Well, duh. (laughs) (laughs) It's not as cryptic as W-E-R, exclamation point, G-P. Werewolf G-P. Yeah, it's not as cryptic as that, but I would have been able to guess it. But you want to know what the second most, like, one of those, like, weird Freudian combinations is? Yes. I I want to know. I want to infiltrate every fandom and, like, sniff out the little freaks in there. You know what I mean? I see this one way, way too much. What is it? You remember Skinner? The bald boss with the wire glasses? Vaguely. He's, like, very, like, I'm macho and always wearing a white button up. Oh, my God. Is Scully into him? Yeah. It's that. It's like the boss thing. It's so. I'm. I'm not. I've never. To be fair, I haven't engaged in any of it because I hate the episodes where Skinner is involved. I, I just hate it. You're like, trust me. Trust. I me. wouldn't be caught dead engaging in that. <laughs> never in my life have I engaged in such behavior. You know, that's interesting. I think that like. What? I just remembered another one. What? I'm sorry. No. This one is also really weird, but I understand more. What? You've seen The Fall, right? Duh. Stella Gibson, played by Gillian Anderson, huh. shipping Scully, played by Gillian Anderson. That is I, a huge one. I can't even get into crossovers right now. <laughs> but they're, okay, they're the same person. And they're fucking. The <laughs> like, what is that? Is like auto incest? Well, is that incestuous? It has to be. It's funny because, like, although they are the same person, their characters are, like, almost exactly the same as well. I know. I don't think they would get along at all. No, they couldn't stand each other. Two tops can't, is like, that, they just keep climbing forever. <laughs> is, that, is that the dynamic, like, that they would just, like, top each other? No, I think it, it really depends on the on the media and the writer. Usually there would end up being, like, some characterization shifts. Mm. Which, if you're going to shift their characters, I'm just not into it. They have to be who they are. I'm into it. You're into it? I love that, yeah. Oh. My favorite, like, Quinn Santana or, like, Quinn Rachel pairing Mm -hmm. was, like, 
fast forward 10 years where they're not in the Glee Club anymore and they're just like having domestic issues like a normal couple. Oh, you like those. Yeah, like Quinn comes in with her little briefcase and Rachel's like, you've had a long day. Like, I live for that shit. Basically, I just want them to look like the characters in the show and they could be totally different people. At that point, it's not even like a Gleek thing. and It's just like, this is two women, a story of two women. I can't believe you're validating my experience right now. I showed you my GP. Fair enough. I did say I wouldn't judge you. So yeah, I will be a lifelong member of the (laughs) MSR fandom. We love that. We love to see it. Thank you. Do you have any more fandom squish for me? I have a little treat for you. Okay, so it's a surprise to no one that I was also a part of the Harry Potter fandom. We all were. Because we all experienced life in between the years of 2000 to 2013, right? And if you haven't, I'm not talking to you. You're exactly, too young. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you could guess this off the dome right now. What's the most popular ship? Popular? Like Non-conventional. Oh, non-conventional? Mm-hmm. Oh, Draco and Harry? Absolutely. Yeah. Did you like the statistics? Yeah, please. What are the (laughs) ratios? Oh, God, I bet you it's high, high smut. It is so high. More than 50% or parts or whatever? Well, here's the thing. Like, the Harry-Draco ship is, like, higher than, and like, as a non-conventional pairing, is higher than, like, all of the Glee conventional pairings. Wow. It's really, it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I knew it was a lot, but like, it's a lot, a lot. Let me, let me compare. So there's 60, over 65,000 submissions for the (laughs) Harry and Draco. So for reference, the, the Rachel and Quinn ship has 11,000. Wow. Yeah. So out of all of those submissions, over 26,000 are smut. That's like half. So, like, there is more smut about Harry and Draco than there are, like, any ships in the Glee universe. I, I bet you that is, like, the most smutted relationship on, like, fan fiction websites, period. Like, across all of the fandoms. So, as so far as the eye can smut. see. Yes. Yeah. And, um... I appreciate that. It's a lovely pair. It's followed by, like, Harry and Hermione. Of course. Yeah. Classic. They have a higher smut ratio, but not nearly as much like submissions. Why do you think J.K. Rowling wrote her Falling for Ron Weasley? Because that, to me, is like a doomed relationship. Doomed. I It bothers me like every time I think about it. Me I think too. it's lazy writing, honestly. Because she's like, oh, it'd be too predictable if she got with Harry. I'm like, That's, yeah, it's what we it all want sense. and it makes sense. Yeah. Or how about they all end up together? How about... She ends up with Luna Lovegood, which is my personal ship. That was Hermione my ship, plus too. Luna. Aww. Yay. That's cute. Yeah, because, like, it makes sense. Like, Luna is enough of, like, a wild card that it would loosen Hermione up a bit. Yes. But, like, I can see J.K. Rowley trying to do that with Ron, but he stresses me out. He would stress her out. I would—yes. No, there would be so much resentment—there is resentment between them. From book one. Already, and they're, they don't even live together. That is a huge red flag for a relationship if you already resent each other. I completely agree. So, um, followed... Oh, my gosh. <gasps> you forgot something. I've... What is it, Harry? I didn't even run these numbers. I was so confident. <laughs> well, you have a calculator? The I was wrong about Harry and Draco. What? There was a more shipped couple. More than Hermione and Harry? Or is it Hermione and Harry? It's Hermione and Draco. Get get out of town. You shut up. 
You 71.8, well over 70,000 submissions. There must be 69,000 threesome submissions then. Yeah, there was a lot <laughs> of overlap. Ron got no love. No. The twins got more love than him. Yeah, probably. Honestly. Oh, definitely. Okay, so now ships aside, mm-hmm. I want to talk about just something that has like such a nice little place in my heart. Have you ever heard of, do the words my immortal mean anything to you? Like kind of, but that's not in my vocabulary sheet. What do you, is it? Do you like, does it bring to mind anything? Like an anime? Like something spooky? It is the name of an Evanescence song. That's what oh, it's taken from that's originally. That's what I must be thinking of. But, but in what context are we talking here? It's enfolded in something, isn't it? All right. This is from the Wikipedia page. <laughs> My Immortal is popularly regarded as one of the worst works of fan fiction ever written. <laughs> Since the work's publication, it has gained infamy for its constant grammar and spelling errors, plot inconsistencies, <laughs> and complete disregards for the original Harry Potter source material. <laughs> You think it was written by a seven-year-old? <laughs> it's so, so bad. So um, <laughs> My Immortal is a fanfic in the Harry Potter universe, and it's one of the hardest things, like, I've ever read. And it's since been taken down and, like, republished, so nobody really knows what the, like, original, original work looks like. Original work. Jesus. Work. <laughs> hey, if it's published, it's published. Well, so I have a clip to show you. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Ravenway, <laughs> and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm a goth, and I wear mostly black. I love Hot Topic, and I buy all my clothes from there. A lot of preps stare at me. I put up my middle finger at them. This is a 38-minute video, part one of three. It, yeah. And they submitted it to Sundance. <laughs> <laughs> and it was rejected. I'm, I'm not no, kidding. No, it was rejected. Of course it was rejected. <laughs> you think we wouldn't have gone to a movie theater to see this if it had come out? Are you crazy? <laughs> I relish this series so deeply. If, if you have the time you go home, like, in a few more minutes, they have sex. And it's the funniest thing I've ever, like, listened to. So, wait, what happens at the end? Well, you're going to have to see it. This is... 38 minutes times three long. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, you're going to tell me, you're giving me the cliff notes on this. I'm upset because you know how Fifty Shades of Grey was adapted from a Twilight fanfic? Yeah. Like, tell me why this can't be. Yeah, why is My Immortal not a fucking franchise <laughs> right now? Why? Starring, like, uh, what's her name? Fucking Dakota Fanning. Dakota Johnson. Oh, yeah, that one. Could be, this one could be Dakota Fanning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little treat I have for you guys. If if you guys would like to watch us watch My Immortal, I, yes, <laughs> I think just, that could be very enjoyable. We'll just pretend someone told us to watch it and be like, well, they asked for it. <laughs> we I, have to they do put it. a gun to our head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been great going back into the fandom. It's been great regrowing my virginity for this. Yes. I, oh, wait. Yeah. I'm totally you not had, a you virgin. Had sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay cool did you learn anything did i learn anything um i think it's really sweet that 
We do, in fact, have some fandom overlap. I didn't think we would, but yeah, it's refreshing to know we've both been brainwashed in the same way. Yeah, we were both citizens of the world between <laughs> the years of 2008 and 2013. This is true. All right. Hey, to my immortal. Hey, my immortal. My new fandom. 